0: Before we get into today's podcast, I just want to tell all the Canadian listeners and viewers out there about Maple Wi-Fi. Now, internet on the road, if you're living in a van or even if you're living in rural Canada, is a problem. The three big cell providers here just absolutely are so expensive and the unlimited internet they provide is absolute trash once it gets throttled. I think Canada is up there in one of the worst countries in the world. For cost and and uh, data speeds, so Maple Wi-Fi is a solution that I found when I was living in my van that worked wonders. It's this little tiny device here, and it holds a charge for up to 24 hours. So it's nice and portable. You can bring it with you, and it doesn't require a bunch of hardware to be either be installed on your van or to be set up like Starlink does. And it doesn't have to stow away and have space to be able to be uh, stored. It's just this small, tiny little device. So I was able to actually get rid of my data plans, which worked out to about the same cost as unlimited high-speed internet. The way this works is you can connect to any network available from any provider within Canada. Rogers tell us, Bell, Freedom, anything that's available. And so you can kind of optimize for your location and and figure out the best speeds. And the other way that it works is Maple Wi-Fi provides a AT&T unlimited international roaming plan through this. And so that is how they circumnavigate the throttling that happens for Canadian providers. So if you're interested in getting the best internet, portable internet device within Canada, I believe, you can check out the link in the description. It's an affiliate link. So we get a small cut direct from Maple Wi-Fi. It's no extra cost to you and it goes a long way to support the show. So if you're interested, check out the link in the description. Thanks for watching and listening to this podcast. And now let's get into today's episode. Hello everybody and welcome to the Travel for Nothing Come Home Rich podcast. I'm your host Forrest Stevens. In this podcast I dissect the ways of the digital nomads, the budget travelers, and the entrepreneurs and teach you new ways of how to make a living while traveling and doing what you love. Today's episode is brought to you by van life and chill merchandise. Get yours today at shop.spreadshirt.ca slash Forrest Stevens or click the link in the description and the show notes. Now enjoy today's show. Today the guest on the podcast is Kyle Wilson. He's got a pretty interesting story and one where he had a very stable job and decided to quit to leave to go traveling. He traveled to an expensive country and had to figure out how he was going to make a living while traveling. He is still at the beginning of his digital nomad journey, um, but he has some very interesting ideas and some some tips and tricks for budget traveling that I think you will find interesting if you are starting out as a digital nomad, or even if you are further down the road. We talk about different ways that a freelancer can find work online and why he decided to go from being a video editor, to now doing web development. So please enjoy this conversation with Kyle Wilson. Could you tell us a little bit about what you do and how you are able to travel and work?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, So basically I started traveling in 2016. Mm -hmm. And in 2016, um, I decided to buy a one-way ticket, quit my career of working in a supermarket and travel to Australia and then in australia my plan was to find out how to work online because i'd never i'd never worked online i had i have no skills mm-hmm. um, don't know how to market don't know how to sell don't know how to you know do various things that you need to do in order to make an income online mm-hmm. and so what i did was i traveled and i in my spare time when i wasn't traveling i was you know doing learning yeah. uh, watching tutorials on youtube and um, eventually I started to make a little bit of money on YouTube, but not enough to go full-time. Okay. And so what I've decided to do now, a couple of years on, after traveling New Zealand, after Australia, uh, and now finding myself in Canada, is I've actually taken an online course now hmm. um, to study web development. Okay. Um, so when I finish this course, my hope is to basically um, use my web development and do some sort of freelance work for others. Okay. Um, so that's seriously. like
0: web design for web. websites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one thing that makes me think of is, is you went from like a steady job yep. to just traveling. Yeah. Um,
1: Pretty much cold Turkey, straight like that. Just cold Turkey.
0: <laughs> if you could go back, yep. would you maybe think about taking a course like you did now yeah. earlier?
1: Yeah, I would. Um, there 's two ways that you can look at it though there 's two ways there 's the first way is in the moment when you 're really wanting to just go and do something mm-hmm. sometimes that feeling is a little greater than your rational thinking of okay well, before I go and do that um i 'll just study for a little while and get the skills that I need to do it right but You'll you hear quite a lot of cliche quotes that, you know, if you really want to do something and you get a really good feeling, then don't wait. Right. Just go and do it and learn from the mistakes that you make along the way.
0: Do you think there were some things that you maybe learned when you were just traveling, just watching YouTube videos, yeah. that are now invaluable and that are, are like something that you could do, couldn't do without now?
1: Yeah, I think when I started to travel, One of the things that I started to pay attention to was uh, film. Mm -hmm. I started to document what I was doing. And that unknowingly gave me the basic skills of filmmaking. Right. And so now, two years on, I'm able to make a a video, compare it to my very first few videos in Australia, and Mm -hmm. see how far I've come. Cool. Um, It's nothing professional but it's 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 a good it's a good way because when you when you when you travel and you put yourself under that pressure to learn Mm -hmm. you do develop some sort of basic skill when you're watching tutorials you're watching what other people are doing Mm -hmm. you're going out and you're practicing and you're just you know committed to getting the basics done as you as you travel so it can it can be done Mm -hmm. but yeah if if I was to go back and and Look at it from a rational, logical perspective. I probably would have put in just a little bit more time to get some skills.
0: So develop a skill before, possibly if you can, before you travel. Yeah. A skill that you can do on the road um, and maybe online. Yep. I know that you were thinking, you've probably went over a bunch of different things, a bunch of different ways to make money, Mm -hmm. Um, and I believe that you were thinking about doing video editing for other people. Yes, yes. Um, Can you tell me why you decided to go from that to now thinking about web development?
1: Yeah. So essentially, uh, when I wanted to do video editing, I was at a point where I had developed enough of a skill set in editing using Adobe Premiere Pro, which is one of the best video editing softwares out there. For sure. Um, And it's one of the softwares that freelancers uh, who are looking to employ people to work for them Mm -hmm. want you to use. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. So when you develop a skill set of being able to learn how to use Adobe Premiere Pro, film some decent cinematic footage Mm -hmm. and are able to navigate your way through a basic Mm storyline then it puts you in a position to be able to sort of apply for work as a freelancer, video editor for others. How do, where do you apply for that? How do you find yeah. those jobs? So there's a few different websites that you can go on. Uh-huh. One of them, uh, the, the most common one is Upwork. Upwork, okay. Upwork, yeah. And Upwork basically allows you to set up a profile. Mm-hmm. Um, you write a bit about who you are, what your skills are. Mm-hmm. And then you can actually actively search for freelance work on the website. Okay. Uh, So employers can post what they need. You can um, apply for it. But when you apply for work, you've got to compete against quite a big pool of people in order to get that job. Of course. Yeah. So the reason why I didn't go for video editing or didn't get anywhere with it was purely because of that just too much competition too much competition yeah. when you go onto the uh, freelancing websites people are looking for uh, the cheapest possible hourly rate employers are looking for cheap sorry did you say web development or video editing video editing okay video editing. yeah um and it, it is it, it applies to every industry on upwork yeah. Yeah, so yeah. employers look for someone that they can pay super cheap yeah but who also has professional experience <laughs> and that is what they look for uh, when you live in a developed country yeah um, you know you, you're trying to look for the minimum wage you're trying to look for twelve to fifteen dollars an hour um, and these come these companies on Upwork and freelance websites they're looking to pay people as cheap as possible mm-hmm. which is why you'll see a lot of these companies outsource their jobs to um, people Developing in countries. Asia yeah. Yeah, people sure. in Asia. Because in Asia, you, like, for example, if you got paid five dollars an hour in Asia, that is good money for them. Of course, yeah. Um, so that's where, that's why, if you've got a lot of people from developing countries applying as well, then you're already at a disadvantage.
0: Right. So, so if you're traveling in a developing country, though, your yep. living costs are going to be cheaper, yep. and maybe that is a wage that you could travel on in yeah. those countries. Yeah,
1: if you've got the skill. Yeah. Um, and you're wanting to travel. Don't do what I did and go to Australia, where it's like one of the most expensive countries in the world. Yeah. Um, go to places like Asia, right. you know, where the cost of living is really cheap and you can- um, Get a few jobs. Get a few jobs. And that's good to go. It's, yeah, it's, do it, if you've got a skill, if you've already got the skill, then yeah, definitely go to Asia. Cool. Do that, yeah. So
0: Upwork, I'll put a link in the description uh, if you guys want to check that out. Yep. Um, the other question I had for you is, why did you decide to make this leap in the first place? Why did you give up a steady job, something you've done for a while? yep to go travel?
1: Well, the reason why I did it was because when you're when you're work well I started working in the supermarket when I was seventeen, okay, and I worked my way up so by the time I was twenty three I was a store manager. I was running my own store. I did that for uh two years, so when I was twenty five mm-hmm. I decided that my life was a little bit too serious. <laughs> You know i was managing a a million dollar store that takes in obviously a million dollars a week right um sorry million pounds a week because i was in britain (laughs) um but yeah i mean this was a big supermarket it was very stressful yeah and so i'd never traveled before Mm -hmm. i'd traveled but it was only for like a holiday with your family or something for a couple of weeks and then you go back and you start working again yeah i'd never actually experienced what it would be like to just pack your bags, sell all your stuff, and mm-hmm. just go and see what the world has to offer you. And that was the, one of the things that caught me. And I, I fell in love with that sort of ideology of just like traveling and being carefree, and uh, especially at the point where I was thinking my life was too stressful, mm-hmm. and I was just really wanting to escape. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is that is why I decided to take the leap. And um, now that i've experienced that for two years Mm -hmm. if i look back i probably would caution you guys don't don't go too head, heads in in the love affair of traveling if, if you've not developed a skill beforehand. Right. Um, definitely, that's one of the things that's, I would have done.
0: That's a good takeaway. If you had to sum up how much money or how many months worth of travel money you should save up before yep. you travel, what what would be a kind of, what, what did you do and what did, would you suggest for other people?
1: All right, so my situation was a little bit more tricky because I, before I traveled, I had a car. Mm -hmm. So I had a car on finance, and the car on finance, at the time, I still had about 14,000 pounds to pay on it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So what I did was, um, for a few months, I saved up money, Mm -hmm. and um, I got a a, a price for my car. I think my car valued at about 6,000 pounds. So I managed to sell my car for nearly six thousand pounds. Okay. But I also managed to save up quite a good chunk of money as Mm -hmm. well. So, what I was left with, I was left with three thousand pounds to go travelling. Three thousand? Yeah. After paying the car and taking that payment off of my savings, Mm -hmm. uh, or subtracting it off my savings, I was left with about three thousand pounds. Hmm. Um, So that is after I sold everything as well. So I sold clothes I mm-hmm. sold um, my bed I sold <laughs> like you know I sold quite a lot of stuff yeah but I sold it for quite I sold it quite cheap yeah. just to get rid of it yeah um, so I, all in all I ended up with three thousand pounds before going to Australia and then um that three thousand pounds was equating to about five thousand Australian dollars okay and that five thousand Australian dollars without working at all lasted me for Twelve weeks so three months, okay, and that's without partying, <laughs> because when you're, so Australia is expensive. Yeah, it's very expensive. You've got to really, you've got to, you've got to really cut cut yourself. Yeah. Uh, you Cut your budget. You've got to really budget. You've got to really like, uh, really be smart about what you're buying and, okay. and only buy from supermarkets. Don't buy from cafes and restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really buy like cheap you know, and that will stretch it to about three months. And in that three months, Mm -hmm. you can sort of look for um, sort of like a part-time or full-time job in the area that you're in. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in in your spare time, uh, with your full-time job that you're working in, you can learn a new skill that can um, eventually take you from having to rely on a physical job to um, part-time right a part-time or like a freelance work or something like that
0: so develop that side hustle yeah. while you work a full-time
1: develop job develop the side hustle yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: what are some general tips that you could give to somebody to cut down on travel costs
1: cut down on travel costs uh like i said always shop in a supermarket mm-hmm always shop in a supermarket, go for the supermarket's own brand, Mm -hmm. you know, no name brand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Tasty stuff. (laughs) Um, you know, super noodles, all that kind of stuff. But, um, my most important thing is try and limit the amount of times that you buy alcohol Um, because alcohol is super expensive wherever you go in the world. Um, so that can send, that can send you back in some cases about $15, uh per night or whatever Per yeah yeah. or even if you buy five drinks and you're already about sixty dollars oh yeah if you're out in some places you know so um you know not even if it's just for going out on a night out but you know if you want to just have a one or two with a friend you know Mm -hmm. and uh, if you keep doing it every day then it adds up um Mm -hmm. and also my advice is if you want to book accommodation um, so, there's two ways you can do it that I know of. Um, one of them is Hostel World. Now, mm-hmm. um, Hostel World is kind of like a premium service where you get to get a list of all the hostels in that area that you're traveling to. Mm-hmm. And in that area, it's going to give you obviously all the hostels, and it's going to give you like hostels that have free Wi Fi, um, mm-hmm. free laundry service. Um, and free breakfast and if you can find those hostels that give you the free laundry the free breakfast and the free Wi-Fi mm-hmm. you're also cutting your costs there right most hostels tend to go for about on average about $30 a night right um, so some hostels or oh, they do charge you for those three extras mm. which is gonna make your, up, uh, yeah yeah the best one that I can offer you for accommodation is Airbnb oh yeah the reason why airbnb is because if you're traveling with someone mm-hmm. all right you can actually with airbnb they only charge you for the room right they don't charge you per person okay so for two people you can stay in a room for as low as ten dollars up to as much as 150 dollars you know mm-hmm. it's, it's a you lot pick your budget a bit it yeah. can be a lot cheaper than hostels because with hostels a lot of the hostels are in the city center mm-hmm. whereas airbnb it can go into the suburbs around, which obviously the cost kind of dips there as well. Right. right. So um, definitely check out Airbnb where you are. Try and get out of the city. And then that way, when you end up staying in the Airbnb with two people, mm-hmm. then you're already only, if it's $30 a night, then you're $15 each. So you're saving $15 a day. You know. Nice. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. Accommodation, do that. Uh with um nights out keep that limited alcohol keep that limited yeah. and supermarkets I always show up in the supermarkets.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um what are you what are your future
1: plans and where can people find you? Okay, so future plans. <laughs> Wait, I went from video editing to charity so it's a big a big, a big step. yeah. The reason why is because when I was traveling in Australia, I did sort of uh, some fundraising work. Mm-hmm. Now the fundraising work was fundraising for big name charities, mm. um, increasing their donations and increasing the amount of people that uh, donate to this particular charity. right. When I found out how how they operate, Um, What I decided to do was focus on small local community charities Mm -hmm. The reason why is because the fundraising got me interested in poverty. Yeah, I found out a lot more about it and I decided that I would want to try and Travel in a way that positively impacts the communities that I visit, right? So when I visit a place, I want to actively look at ways that I can help give back to that community because essentially when I travel to that community that community is giving me so much. Mm-hmm. So, take Victoria for example. Victoria gives you beautiful scenery, awesome people like yourself, <laughs> and um, you know, it just gives you so much to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. That a lot of travelers, when they come to a place, they just leave. They right. take everything and then they leave. Right. They take the place that it, they take what it has to offer and then they leave. And so, I, 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 wanna, I wanna be able to spend one hour just to be able to give something back to that community, whether it's volunteering with a local community mm-hmm. charity, mm-hmm. whether it's doing something for a homeless person, maybe buying them a cup of coffee or having a conversation with them or yeah. something. Just, you know, just being a, a more mindful traveller, um, cool. a more, you know, just takes a step back and just really does uh, take the time to appreciate what, what I've received. So that's what I want to do with the, with my channel and with my future. Mm-hmm. I want to, um, you know, focus on helping the communities that I visit. Um, so obviously I'm still going to travel, still going to create travel videos. But um, when it comes to the point where I want to uh, move on from that particular community, I'll make uh, like a video of... How I go about making a positive impact in the community before before I leave. That's awesome. That's kind of like where I want to go with that. And what was your other question again? Where can people find you? Where can people find <laughs> me? Right, you can find me on YouTube at This Is Kyle's Life, um, and you can find me on social media. All social media, This Is Kyle's Life. Um, if you want to find out more about my charity work and my volunteering uh, experiences, then you can find me on my website. Mm-hmm. Uh, my website is uh, www. Uh, this is Kyle's life.wordpress.com.
0: Cool. And links in the description and in the show notes for all the stuff that you just heard about today. Cool. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Yeah.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you. thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you to everyone who listened or watched this week's episode of travel for nothing, come home rich. If you would like more in depth, personalized information, uh, there is a questionnaire in the description or the show notes uh, that will get you on a list and get that information to your inbox. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting the sponsors or even becoming a patron. For a monthly subscription fee that you choose the amount of, you can join an exclusive community full of perks and additional information. Find the link for that in the description in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash Forrest Stevens. Thank you all for tuning in and see you next week.